and their versatility bring new light to many topics in and out of the world of fantasy sports. Guests can reach the show by calling 347-324-5404. Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. Let's hope they're still friends afterwards. Here they are, Scott and Mike. It is a big And that means there are only two weeks left in the Fantasy Football World Championship. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Red vs. Blue Friday Night Football, wherever you may be. Thanks for making us part of your night, Scott Atkins, team legacy in the world of high-stakes fantasy football. As always, joined by the Big Blue co-host from Brandenburg, Kentucky, Michael Trent. And Mikey, uh, it's week 15, lots of action in the World Championship, lots of action to talk about in the Rota Bowl and the Dynasty World Championship. And then we've got some DraftKings action to talk about. It's going to be a good show, brother. Yeah, you know what, Scott? This is one of the most crucial weeks of the year. Uh, we we keep talking about different weeks that can uh, build up to it. But uh, let's face it, week 15, <laughs> this is this is when, uh, uh, you know, people get separated. This is when teams get separated. They, they, they understand where they are and where they need to be. And week 15 is where it happens. Well, actually, and you bring up a good point. There is a lot of separation that happens in the playoffs every year. Uh, last year it was week 14. Jamal Charles popped the 50-burger. And this year it was no different, Mike. A stud had to do it. And Le'Veon, Bo- Le'Veon uh, Studley Bell, uh, Bell, a stud was born yep. with that 50-burger, and it propelled teams to the top of the leaderboard. Uh, interestingly enough, the top team in the world championship, Nelson Souza, Derek Pearson, and David Hubbard, they didn't have Le'Veon Bell, but they had wow. the combo of Jordy Nelson and Julio Jones on Monday night, which really propelled them. So it was uh, that's the leaders right now of the Fantasy Football World Championship. Nelson, Derek, and David, congratulations. Let's see if they can hang on. You know they want this really bad, Mike. You know they have to want this. Oh, These guys are players. <laughs> they, are, they are everywhere, and you know they've got to be stoked about being the top team in the FFWC. Uh, Scott, I envy their position. I mean, I would give anything, uh, you know, to be in their position. You know, that, that's what it's all about, and that's what we do. Uh, that's what we talk about. Uh, it's, that's what it's all about is to be in their position, and uh, just don't, uh, you know, don't don't bite too many fingernails and don't, right, right. <laughs> you know, pull too many things out. You know, everything's gonna be just fine. Whatever you do, don't pick, don't post a picture of the leaderboard with your name at the top or anything like that. That's an instant right, uh, right, right. Let me let me get the uh, let me get the uh, the business out of the way. ScoutFantasy.com. Use the promo code RedBlue3. You subscribe for one month, you still get two months free thanks to that special offer. 
$7.95 a month, you get access to all of our cast of pros in every sport. Dr. Roto, Tommy G, Liz Loza, the FF girl, uh, Pilar Loft. Have you been watching the videos that Liz Loza has been putting out? They've been excellent. Uh, fantasy exec with the mailbag column, Jimmy Day on the forums answering all your questions. We've got it all covered. And tonight we're going to talk about 50 burgers. we got a 50-burger club, right? There's a 50-burger club, and you need to know the names of the people that are capable of 50 burgers, and if, if Week 14 taught you anything, you can always surround yourself with bad players, but if you have that guy with the 50 burger, you're going to be okay, and you're going to cash in your 50-50s, and that's what you should be trying to do every single week. I know the big prizes are out there. We're going to talk about the Millionaire Maker. We're going to talk about the World Championships and, and all the big prizes that are out there in DraftKings, but you have to play in the 50-50s every single week, Mike. That's where the grinders make your money. That's where you pay off. I know the big prizes are appealing, and I know you like to go for the big prizes, and that's the appeal. But if you want to make a living or at least make some side income, make some extra Christmas cash, you have to be playing in the big field 50-50s, all of the big ones. I'm talking about the massive mega 50-50s, which means you only have to place in the top half to double up your money. So if you put four lineups in the $27 Millionaire Maker, you've just spent 100 bucks. You need to be able to get that 100 bucks back by playing in some of the 50-50s and hedge your bets in case those $27 millionaire teams. You can have great teams in the millionaire maker and be like 15,000th place, 20,000th place, because there's so many teams in it. But that good team will very likely make the top 50%. You're good enough. You listen to these shows. Right. If you're listening to Red versus Blue, you're on the radio, you're listening to the podcast, you're tuned in more than the average Joe that's logging in at home, seeing the commercials on ESPN and putting a lineup in. They may not even know about late swap. You have to be playing the 50-50s to make your money. And, Mike, that's where you make your hay is the 50-50s. Yeah, well, especially this time of year, uh, especially if you're out of the out of the playoffs in your local league or in uh, in, in a big league. Anyway, I mean, you might as well go ahead play the fifty fifty and uh, not just do that, not just play one league. Just go ahead and if you're if you're confident enough in that one lineup, that one team you have, go ahead and play in four or five leagues. It's not that much. Yeah. I mean, what the heck? Why not? It's fifty fifty. Yep, you, you cover up – if you put in a $27 entry fee, you got to cover it up with a $20 50-50 league to make up your money in case you don't cash in those yeah. big leagues. So make sure you're doing that. Make sure you're playing the 50-50s and not just chasing the big prizes. Okay, back to the FFWC and the World Championships. Again, congratulations to Nelson, Derek, and David. More work to do, fellas. Tommy Yates did the impossible. We went undefeated. Since we didn't join you last week, I was out of uh, town and doing the whole DraftKings thing down in Atlantis. Awesome time, by the way, Mike. Awesome time. I know we have a lot of Awesome, I awesome experience for the family, not only for, for us. Go, go ahead and talk about it, Scott. I, I mean, go, go ahead and break that down because that, that's something I had on my list. Uh, go ahead and uh, oh. talk about how that was, how that went. Look, no, I, I will just spend one – I will spend less than 60 seconds on it. It was an awesome experience for such a young company of DraftKings. For them to be in their third year and to be doing this, look, they have to, they, they catered to the 50 players that, that entered and their guest. So they had 100 people to cater to along with their staff and, and all the media that were down there. But they did an excellent job all the way from the airport to the accommodations to the, you know, to the, the suburban service, picking you up from right. the airport, taking you to the hotel, right. to the – to the, to the little things like the duffel bag with all the gear waiting for you in the in in the room when you got there and you know to all the parties with the drinks and the food that were all catered every single day the pool party the excursions that they paid for the little things like they pick up the internet Wi-Fi in your room so you don't have to pay for that 
and the folio credit so that the food and restaurants that you go to are all picked up and paid for. Just the entire weekend was a, was just a fun, fun experience for Aaron and I. And, and we got to see the Scout Fantasy team. Uh, Tommy G was out there. Pilar Loster was out there. They were doing stuff for yeah. GKTV, so it was nice to get the Scout team representing out there. Now, look, I'll tell you right now, I didn't, I didn't have a good team, but I had a great time. And my mind was wrecked <laughs> for the last for the 48 hours going into that thing, my mind was just wrecked. I tried not to think about it until like the last, but Friday you couldn't help it. You couldn't help but think well, start good. thinking about that lineup. And uh, yeah, I don't have any regrets, but I but I do I do feel like I I got a little scared. I got a little chicken. I chickened out on using Teddy Bridgewater. I didn't feel like you know that was the right call for the for the homer in me. You know I'm like a million bucks is on the line, and you're going to go with your hometown guy. Right. Uh, Teddy Teddy would have allowed me to to spend money on Le'Veon, which I had in the lineup, and I and, and also actually I had Odell Beckham because I couldn't afford Gordon. And I kept wanting to get Gordon in there, and I kept wanting to get Teddy out of there because I was just too chicken to do it. So I upgraded to Russell Wilson, which made me drop Le'Veon Bell down to Fred Jackson. So I ah. lost 30 points there. And then I yep. had to actually – I was able to upgrade, I thought upgrade, Beckham to Gordon, which was a huge disaster. And then fi- the final but. nail in the coffin was taking Charles Johnson out because I had him paired with Teddy. I took Charles Johnson out since I didn't have Teddy – and put him in with and, and replaced him with Stedman Bailey, who were all both 4300. So that one decision of moving Teddy out and putting Russell in had ripple effects on the rest of the lineup. Through the rest of the lineup, of right. in the top, Instead of me being in the top ten, I finished like 35th uh, overall. But that still earned me an extra 2500 bucks. So at the end of the day, hey, I cashed for ten grand. That's a nice prize. I'm very happy about that. Uh, and and I'm very happy for the winners and all the all the guys that cast a lot of money. They do, they definitely deserve it. When you when you submit that lineup and it's final, it's final. You feel it. It's done. There's right. no, nothing more you can do about it. The worry is over. The stress is over. And now you have to just go watch the games. And as soon as the game started, there started to be some crazy things like Cam Newton scoring, uh, you know, and AJ Green and all guys that I didn't have. I'm like, oh boy, let's just let's just right. get to the party. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, Scott, you know, it, it was kind of exciting uh, watching uh, or knowing that you were going, and uh, especially I saw a picture of you and uh, Dave Turp. You know, that's yep. pretty cool, man. I mean, just uh, that's a lot of fun to see you guys just enjoying the passion uh, and and the fact that you have a chance to for a million freaking dollars. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Dave, Dave was nice awesome. Job. Dave Turp from BFD Fantasy was awesome. He had his friend Katie out there. They were great to be able to spend uh, time with them, and uh, it was just a really good job. Kudos to DraftKings. Great job. All right, let's get busy. If you have questions, definitely email them, redblueradio at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter, at redblueradio. If you hit us up on Twitter and we read your question online uh, or on the show tonight, we've got some Scout Fantasy bucks for you to use. You can use them on any Scout Fantasy game, any Scout Fantasy purchase. You can even transfer the cash instantly to DraftKings. We're one of only two companies in the country that has a service that you can transfer your money and your winnings directly over to DraftKings and use it. So if you win in a Scout Fantasy League, you can take that money and in five seconds hit the transfer button, put it over to your DraftKings, and put in a lineup. So it's really cool. We're we're really happy about that service. It's just there for you to play. We don't get anything out of it. It's your money. So we said, well, if we can make it easier for you to get your money – and you can enjoy your money. What do we care what you do with it? It's yours. It's not ours. It's your money. We're just holding it until you decide, tell us what to do with it. And look, we'd rather not go to the process of sending checks. I mean, that's a pain in the rump, right? I mean, it's, it's expensive and costly and time consuming. You have to go to the, and get work with the bank. And 
and make sure it gets mailed properly. And where did it get lost in the mail? And all, you know, who wants to do that? So we offer PayPal free of charge. That's pretty quick. That takes like less than three days for us to process and validate. But you can transfer your money right to DraftKings in seconds. In seconds. It's a really cool feature. I kind of like that. I dig that a lot. So if you win a league and let's say it's week 16 and you want to go into their their big $1,500 tournament, you could do that. You could do that. So. Another another service that we're uh, pretty happy about, Mike, and uh, you're you're playing at DraftKings, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Every Sunday, I play in DraftKings. Uh, haven't won one, but uh, you know, I just I keep playing, and I love the fifty fifties too. Right side of life in the chat room. Thank you to the crew here, the chat room. Some of the best minds in the world of high stakes fantasy football always show up on Friday night, regardless if I tweet this show out or not. These guys are always here. Bright side of life says. Uh, Roto Bowl question, Russell Wilson or Mark Sanchez? I've already told him my opinion offline via email, Mike. What do you say, Russell Wilson or Mark Sanchez? You know, Sanchez lit up Dallas the last time, and he didn't really have to, right? Uh, they, right. they were able to right. run the ball down Dallas's throat on Thanksgiving. Russell Wilson, look, he owns the Niners. Uh, he always has. And you get the running element with Wilson. So even in a bad day passing, he still gets you those 10, 12-point yeah. potential, 15-point potential on the ground. Who would you prefer in week 15 in the Roto Bowl? you got a money question here, bright side of life, Russell Wilson or Mark Sanchez? Russell Wilson. Uh, Dallas is not going to forget what happened on Thanksgiving. Cut yeah. dry and simple. Okay. They're not going to forget that. They, the D-backs, the secondary, everybody is not going to forget what happened on Thanksgiving. They got mowed down by Philly. Now, I don't care. You know, this game is in Philly, so so be it. Whoop de doo. They don't care that <laughs> they did not forget. They're not going to forget Thanksgiving Day. Uh, I, I really like uh, Russell Wilson in this game. You know, this is one of those times that uh, I have to look at BSOL here and just let him know that uh, he, he has got himself this far. By you know, you got to trust what you you've got opinions. Some of the best players in the world are torn on this decision. Doctor Roto and Tommy G. I think they're both saying Sanchez. You got me and Mike saying Russell Wilson. I bet if you polled some other players in the high stakes world, uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna flip flop back and forth on this too. And 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 look, the best players last week in uh, in the DK Million uh, in Atlantis, they were at the bottom of the leaderboard. So you know it's um uh, it's it's one of those things you have to what what do you do when it comes time for the lineup? Yeah. I go I go Russell Wilson because I just I mean come I on really the butt fumbler is 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 you know the question here over a Super Bowl champion. Let's not overthink ourselves. Let's not overthink ourselves. Well, you'll be no, more upset. no, no. You'll be, more, you'll be more upset by choosing – this is my case, Mike. This is my case. You'll be more upset by choosing Sanchez and being wrong than choosing Wilson and being wrong. Is that, is that fair? Well, yeah, it's kind of fair, but, uh, but I wouldn't say the butt tumbler and things like that because, uh, let's face it, uh, Mark Sanchez is put into a uh, – he's put into a great, uh, great situation. I mean, situations – mean a lot in the NFL, and uh, he's been put into a – well, he's had been put into a great situation in uh, Philly. I mean, Chip Kelly's offense is badass. It's so good. I guarantee you right now they're looking at Marietta right now for Oregon. So, uh, I mean, it's just it's – that, it's that good of an offense. It's that quick. It's that fast. It's that fast. Boom, 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 boom. Done. Well, remember, we dispelled that rumor last year, Mike. We dispelled that rumor on as far as play count for the uh, the Eagles. And, and I can pull up the stats, but I, I don't have them in front of me. But they actually did not have a heavy play count last year. Everybody thinks boom, boom, boom like that. 
It wasn't. It had a lot of. It was very effective. There were a lot of touchdowns scored in that offense. Don't get me wrong. They were there were a lot of touchdowns. But as far as play count, right. it wasn't that heavy. Um, but anyway, uh, good luck to BSOL in that decision. It's a it's a tough one. I go Russ. You go Russ. Uh, but uh, I know of other other people that are going uh, the other way on that one. Uh, by the way, congrats. We, we talked about Tommy Yates, 13-0, and undefeated, overall points leader. Way to go, Tommy. Very difficult now to do, the, do the, the triple crown and get the overall championship after those two. We've never seen that done, so good luck to Tommy on that. Andy Wheel, our good friend Andy Wheel. Mike, he posted 283 yeah. incredible <laughs> points in the Roto Bowl last week. I've never seen anything like it. And now he leads yeah. the Roto Bowl for the $50,000 grand prize. Well, I'll tell you what, that's that Andy, that's amazing. Two hundred and eighty something well I think it was two eighty three, wasn't it, Scott? Yeah. Yeah, two eighty three. And he just something I think like he that. Still I, I mean, there, there, there's another touchdown for, for Andy Wheel and Rotoball. I mean I mean, are you kidding me? That's insane. But you know, he that guy's been doing it every year. So uh, you know, it's time to for him to step up and keep on doing what he's doing. Well, he got 22 points from his kicker, Josh Brown, on top of that. I mean, you got big games from Olsen. Right. He has C.J. Anderson. I mean, to, to have the draft that he had um, with A.J. Green, Julio, Le'Veon, and Lacey, just those four guys in themselves should never be on the same team. But, hey, that's what happened. When you look at the leaderboard, there's only two live main event teams, people that were live in Vegas, right? There's only two of those right. teams that are in the top ten in Rotable. And one of those is Andy. But remember what happened on Thursday night? Eddie Lacy yep. looked absolutely awful against Seattle. And there were teams that were scared of him. The high stakes consensus was this is not going to be, this is not bode well for Lacy because Starks is in there half the time and he's getting all the third down work. He's getting all the dumpers. It's like they, they didn't know how to use Lacy in that game. And everybody was scared to death to, of, of, of basically James Starks, right, in, in the Green Bay offense. And so his stock right. fell, not to mention Le'Veon Bell's stock was falling. Nobody wanted Le'Veon because they were afraid of a suspension. And if you put yeah. the right mix of 12 people in a room, you find people that are gun-shy for taking risk. And they didn't take a risk on Lacey. They didn't take a risk on Bell. He was able to get those guys on the 3-4 turn. It's absolutely incredible. But look at him now. He's, his team is coming together on all cylinders. He's going to be very tough to beat, but he's only up by eight points. So that just goes to show you, you know, the Rotable is a tough, tough field, and somebody's going to be very happy to win that thing. Absolutely, Scott. It, you know, it's one of my most fun events to be in, and uh, unfortunately this, this year I didn't do much, but uh, uh, it, it, it's a fun event to be in. And But uh, i tell you what um, – I'm I'm kind of curious as to what's going to happen with uh, Eddie Lacy and uh, of course if you got Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Lacy, I'm kind of curious. Finally, the Dynasty Football World Championship game time two. Nick Z leads the overall leaderboard. Uh, good team, good field. Another C.J. Anderson team. The C.J. Anderson teams are kind of rising to the top, and I and I know I talk to people every day. Uh, that play in scout fantasy. There's teams that have dropped C.J. Anderson after Ronnie Hillman looked like he was getting the job. They kind of hung on to him. They didn't hang on to him long enough, 
And now look at C.J. Anderson just getting an absolute workload. I mean, this guy is impressive, Mike. Uh, even last week, yeah. the workload that you yeah. could tell that it's, been, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of wearing on him. After 27 carries against Miami, 32 carries at Kansas City, the guy still limped around on the field and got 21 carries against Buffalo with three touchdowns, ruined Peyton Manning owners and Demarius Thomas. By the way, I had Demarius in my lineup. Awful, awful decision, but... Peyton had a down, down day, and C.J. Anderson just pushed his way in and got three touchdowns, making, making fantasy owners proud, C.J. Anderson. I think C.J. Anderson did uh, everything that he could do for fantasy owners. I would not start him this week yeah. at San Diego against a run defense. I would not do that at all. This is a time where uh, Peyton and uh, D.T., uh, you know, they're going to have a lot of fun. I'm sorry, Scott. There is no way. I mean, I love the, uh, you know, I appreciate the love for C.J. Anderson. He's done well, but this week is a non-start, in my opinion. We've got some questions on Twitter we're going to answer a little later from Truck1223. Congratulations, you've been selected. And Mrs. M.J. Jones, both of you are going to win some Scout Fantasy Bucks. We're going to answer your questions oh. on the air a little bit later in the program. So congratulations to them. And look, Mike, again, we're going to do the 50-burger. Who's capable club? The 50-burger club, right? You've got to have somebody that can get you a 50-burger. Here's my list. It's a very short list of players that I think are capable of 50-burgers, right? They're not easy. They're not easy. They're very rare. When they happen, you want to have a, a, a piece of it, right? You, 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 and so there's right. not that many players that can get you a 50-burger. 50 is a big number. I mean, 40 is a big number. But 50 yeah. is even bigger. And so we, I came up with the list. I want to run it past you. At quarterback, it's a pretty short list. It's four guys, in my opinion, at, in this stage of their career and in this season. It's Andrew Luck, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. If you don't have one of those guys, and Drew Brees is very questionable at that point. I mean, this year. It's, he's at, he has injuries. Jimmy Graham's not himself. I would go ahead and scratch him off the list this year because of the injuries, to, because of the inconsistent play of Graham and the injury to Brandon Cooks and the age of Brandon, uh, Marcus Colston, there's just not enough firepower on that offense to really make it happen for him. So it's really a three-man race, Luck, Rodgers, Manning. You could make an argument for Stafford, maybe Brady or Wilson, but it, it, very difficult for uh, those guys to do it. I think it's Luck, Rodgers, and Manning. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and I'm basically going uh, down to uh, Luck and Breeze. Excellent. You like you think Breeze still has enough for a fifty burger at this late in the season after he's looked so mediocre and average at best? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, well, that's I fair. I, look, he, he's to. got he's got the track record. He's got the track record. That's, that's okay. I won't argue with you. The running back position, it's even look, it's only a couple guys. It's Le'Veon, right? He proved it last week. Demarco Murray with what the game that he had last week, thirty two carries and nine receptions. He can get you a fifty burger. I don't think Foster could really do it. Not at this. Not at this point. He's just not that explosive. Matt Forte definitely could, and Jamal Charles probably could. Anybody else we should consider there? Uh, no, but uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't hesitate on Foster. The reason. I, okay. The reason I say yeah. that. Yeah, I, I would kind of maybe give uh, Foster for having uh, more of a chance to get in a fifty burger than. Uh, Maybe even Bell. I, I would give Bell a better chance of getting a 50-burger. But uh, Foster, I would give Foster 
better chance of a 50 burger than uh, Murray. The reason is because uh, Houston Houston is so good on the road. They've always played so well at Indy, and uh, Aaron Foster's healthy. So, I, you know, I, I can see a 50 burger out of uh, Aaron Foster with no doubt. He did post 42 at Tennessee week eight, where he had three touchdowns, 20 carries, 150 yards, and four receptions. So, you know, look, he would he could expand on that and I guess get up there. I just don't think at this stage he's going to do it for you. Lynch had a big game at 44 points earlier in the year. You could put him in the discussion. I just don't see it happening uh, at this stage in the season. Okay, the wide receiver position, it's a little bit longer. There are some guys there, the Demarius, the Julio, the A.J. Green, Calvin Johnson, Dez Bryant, definitely capable of a 50-burger. And I'll even go as far to say T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton has two games at basically at basically 40 points. If Luck and yeah. he decide to just go off and – I mean, they can do it. Hilton could be in that group. Uh, and I guess, I guess at the end of the day you could put a guy in there like Jordy, but I don't think we've seen anything like that because Rodgers likes to spread it around, right? It, but it does yeah. seem like Luck has been zeroing in on Hilton in games when he needs to. I don't put Josh Gordon in there yet because we just don't we don't have the quarterback combination, and he just hasn't had enough of a full season. Mike Evans is a young guy that may one day get on that list. He has had a forty point game this season, but I don't see fifty in his future. Uh, and, and that's about it. That's the extent of the list on the wide receiver position. Yeah, you know, I, I see uh, out of that list. Uh, I think T.Y. T.Y. is really, I mean, ever since the birth of his uh, little girl, uh, daughter, I mean, he has just exploded. And, uh, Line him up. But, you know, Andrew Luck loves throwing to him. He loves going going with him. And uh, this game, you know, it's a, it's just like what I said, said about Aaron Foster. I mean, this game could be a really fun game to watch. I mean, it's going to be explosive. The open under is only only forty nine, but uh, I tell you what, uh, Indy and uh, Indy and Houston Texans, this could be a absolute fun game to watch from both ends. Oh, for sure. Finally, the tight end position it's uh, it's a very short list. It's Rob Gronkowski. Not this year for Jimmy Graham. It, it's not going to nope. happen. Rob Gronk is the only tight end in the league that can get you a fifty burger. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're talking fifty points. Uh, you know, it's got to happen this week. I, I just cannot believe what happened last week with uh, New Orleans and uh, Carolina. I, that just blows my mind. I mean, I thought Sean Payton had this team ready to go, ready to storm everything, going, yeah, we're going to be 500 making the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, yeah, no. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> No, it uh, it was a very it was a big surprise to me too. I thought for sure I had to have a piece of that Saints game and that over under, so I ended up going with Kenny Stills, and it was just a big epic disappointment uh, for yeah. me to see Cam Newton doing that. And uh, so anyway, let's move on, move forward. We're not we're not looking at week fourteen. We're looking at week fifteen. So here we go, gang. Starting off with the Cincinnati-Cleveland game, Johnny Football is here. $5,900 on DraftKings. If you have him in the Rotable, I think you need to start him. Since he just got lit up by Pittsburgh and Ben Roethlisberger, Johnny Football looking to make his debut dual-threat quarterback. I think it takes defenses a couple of weeks to game plan for this type of game. You haven't seen enough film and tape of Johnny Manziel in the NFL. 
And so that's going to make things difficult for the defense, and especially for Cincinnati this week. Uh, I think Cleveland wins this game in Cleveland and beats their rival, the Bengals, uh, behind Johnny Football. And I'm going to be using him uh, quite heavily on DraftKings this week at 5,900. Well, I think that's a big mistake. And the reason I say that is the first game they played, it was in Cincinnati. And Cleveland destroyed Cincinnati via the run game. Run, run, run. Cincinnati will learn from that. Now, what does Cleveland have going the run game? Uh, Crowell and uh, Terrence West. That's pretty much about it. So, uh, I see Cincinnati just gobbling up the box. They're they're not worried about Gordon. I'll be honest with you. Gordon's not going to have any kind of game whatsoever. Um, Neither is the run game. Uh, Hawkins, possibly. Hawkins, possibly. Absolutely, Scott. Uh, but I, I see Cincinnati learning from the fact that they got their butt beat on that Thursday night by by Cleveland, okay. and All right. they're not going to let right. that wrap happen again. All right, wrap it up. Okay, so AJ Green, big game. Gordon, potentially a big game. You got to start him if you have him. There's nothing that nothing you can say about that. Hawkins, a possibility in a PPR league. And then Crowell, you gotta you gotta like Crowell in this game. Uh, Fourteen for fifty-four last week. Jeremy Hill is being rumored to be getting the nod in carries. They just want to give the nod, and I, I'm just not sure I believe that. Geo is still explosive. Geo still explosive, and uh, I, I would be shocked to see them just go away from you know a bread and butter player like Giovanni Bernard with such big play potential. But we'll see. We'll see. Real quick, real, real, real quick, Scott. I wouldn't take anybody in this game except for Geo. Geo's my only player in this game. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds that sounds fair. Cameron uh, Jordan Cameron four dimes this week on DraftKings, so definitely a consideration there as, as heavily as he's evolved. And look, the, the the new quarterbacks lean on the run game and the dumpers uh, and the tight end over the middle. So I, I, you could see a little bit of that. Just if Manziel starts backing his way out of the pocket like that and rolling out from the, from the backside of the, of that's, that's going to be big trouble. He'll get killed in the NFL. If he continues to do that, like he did in college, green Bay at yep. Buffalo, very interesting game from a fantasy perspective. Cause of course you're starting all of your green Bay Packers. There's not a one of them that you don't start. We'll, we'll see. And, and if Lacey's going to play, I think he's okay. Uh, but we will see and watch that situation very closely. If not, James Starks becomes an instant guy that you plug into your lineup at three dimes on DraftKings. So be ready to pivot and switch out to James Starks on the Buffalo side. Thank you to Chad Schroeder. The phone call I spent, you know, you had to pay like, uh, what was it, uh, $2 a minute uh, from the Bahamas uh, if you didn't have the international plan. And, and I, 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 tried to, I tried to get it from Verizon, and they didn't offer it or whatever. I was like, okay, fine. So, But you know what? When, it, when you get a call from Chad Schroeder offering to help you with lineup advice, uh, before you go into the millionaire maker, you take it. And I had the best hour conversation with Chad. He convinced me to take Fred Jackson, and he his words were, I quote, dumper city in the second half. And, boy, was he right or what? Fred Jackson, 10 dumpers in that game uh, for um, the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, some of the best players in the world said, really, you're using Fred Jackson? Why would you do that? I said, because Chad Schroeder told me to. And he was absolutely right. Enough <laughs> said. Interesting, interesting there. I would definitely consider Kyle Orton at 5,500 because they, they're going to be behind in the second half. More Fred Jackson, Kyle Orton, Sammy Watkins, who looked like he hit his rookie wall, has kind of emerged out of that, had a nice game against Denver. I expect him to have a, a, a decent game in coming from behind garbage time in the second half for 5,600. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I would be uh, be mindful of Robert Woods. 
You know, I okay. mean, this this kid, you know, he, he's getting a lot of a lot of touches, a lot of targets, and uh, so I would. Uh, you know, be mindful of Robert Woods because uh, this game is, has one of the highest over and unders in Vegas right now. So, DFOL uh, in know, the chat room says he likes Hogan as a cheap DFS play, so you got to watch for Yeah, absolutely. For Chris Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, Chris Chris Hogan has been uh, – he, he's been impressive as well. So, uh, you know, chances are Buffalo, they're going to be coming from behind, so uh, you never know. But I don't, I, I don't know. I, I just see uh, – Eddie Lacey have having a hard time against this Buffalo offense. I do. All right, let's move on to the Houston-Indianapolis game, Mike. Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hilton, we already mentioned, been absolutely fantastic. Yep. Reggie Wayne dinged up. I think he will play in this game. But I do like Dante Moncrief. Uh, by the way, Vontae Davis on the defensive side is listed as probable for Week 15. Uh, Davis only plays on one side of the field, so Hopkins will get his chances against the Colts' lesser corners, right? Uh, according to Roto World, Hopkins will be moving around, and, and you know, you can't discount DeAndre Hopkins um, just because Vontae Davis is on the side of the ball because Vontae Davis kind of pulls a Richard Sherman. He stays on one side of the field. Uh, since Reggie did participate in Wednesday's practice, he is going to play. Uh, but I do like Dante Moncrief. This kid, uh, if you didn't watch, if you didn't catch the X Factor video for Liz Loza, definitely watch it. She makes the case for Dante Moncrief potentially over the next two weeks. Some good matchups. And look, uh, at this stage in the career, Reggie, uh, I don't think he's trending up. Let's just say it that way. I think that he's probably no. trending the wrong way. I do like Dwayne Allen in this game to probably score. He's very cheap. Uh, Dwayne Allen is at $3,300. He will score this week. And then Boom Heron, 4900 4, Got to be a possibility against Houston. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like all the players you talked about. Uh, the two that I like in particular are uh, Arian Foster. Of course, he might be a little bit more high-priced. But uh, DeAndre Hopkins, that's the one that I'm really focused on. I really think he's yeah. going to have a big week. Last week was really tough for him. Uh, it was yeah. – I mean, it was not that good of a week. Uh, but like I said earlier in the show, uh, Houston plays Indy tough every time. And they will. They'll keep this game under seven. Uh, now the line is six and a half. But uh, I, I just I, I see uh, DeAndre Hopkins having a really big game, Scott. I, I just I, I do, and uh, along with Adrian Foster. Hey, you know what? Hey, brother, I'm with you on this play. The more that I think about this, this is a very nice situation for DeAndre Hopkins, right? Last week in the Jacksonville game, they didn't have to pass the ball. They basically run their ball down their throat. 42 rushing attempts, only 19 passes. When that happens, you're not able as a receiver to get your full workload. You're kind of out there just kind of playing, you know, uh, catch yeah, and, uh, you know, just basically running around, running around, blocking. That yeah. kind of thing. And what happens in DraftKings is when you have a bad week, your salary goes down. And so that's what we're seeing out of DeAndre Hopkins. He's got a depressed price of 6100 It's the lowest he's been since he popped the 47-point game uh, in week 13. So, you know, when a guy catches catch 47 and we, don't put him, when we didn't put him in the 50-burger club, I mean, that's kind of interesting. But 47, the guy scored 47 and we didn't put him in there. Nine for 238 against Tennessee. Very interesting that big games happen to Tennessee all year. So we'll talk about that here in a minute. But, yeah, I like DeAndre Hopkins at 6,100 yeah. because he should be a much higher price than that. 
Yeah, yeah, totally agree. And uh, you know that game's not—it's uh, not the highest over and under of the uh, NFL schedule this week, but uh, still, I believe it's going to be. There's going to be a lot of points scored. All right, before we get on to the next game, we got to keep this thing rolling. The two questions in Twitter flex recommendation. This is from Mrs. MJ Jones. Flex recommendation for the big win, please. Keenan Allen, Golden Tate, Jeremy Hill, or Jonathan Stewart. Also have Eddie Lacy and James Starks play both? Question mark. She needs a flex. Mrs. MJ wow. Jones needs a flex. Keenan Allen, Golden Tate, Jeremy Hill, or Jonathan Stewart? Well, first off, uh, Keenan Allen, they're at home against uh, Denver. Uh, the That's a high over and under. And uh, Keenan Allen, he laid an egg last game. Maybe Keenan Allen, he could be the uh, same type of deal that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is, you know. Could he could he show up this week? Could it be him this week? I don't know. Tough corners for Denver. They are going to be playing from behind. They will be playing at home. Golden Tate, uh, always a consideration in the Detroit offense, right? I mean, he's he's looked uh, very solid this year, so I, I would have to consider Golden Tate a very strong, viable option, very consistent against Minnesota. A little bit of a tougher matchup. But uh, I'd be interested in that. Jeremy Hill, it's always a question mark. Is that going to be a 50-50 timeshare? Jonathan Stewart, look, he's the one that pretty much dominated the carries last week, and he should dominate carries again against Tampa Bay. I think think for me it's between Jonathan Stewart and Golden Tate. And and why am I not putting Keenan Allen in there? Just, I don't know. The matchup is tough. We haven't seen the best Keenan Keenan Allen Allen this year. Yeah, we haven't seen the best best of Keenan Allen this year. And so – that has a little bit to do with it. Two catches for three yards against New England. Those are tough corners for New England. Baltimore, you saw what he did. Against a weak defense, he can do it. Denver's not a weak defense. Corners for Denver, very legit. So I think I would lean Golden Tate or Jonathan Stewart. Hmm, I'm going to go – you know what? Jonathan Stewart was in my lineup for DraftKings, and he did well, uh, and, he, and he popped that big play. And he has a great matchup this week, another great matchup for Tampa Bay, one of the worst – isn't no, no, Scott? Is, isn't Minnesota's secondary pretty good? Yeah. Yep. They are. Yep. You, okay. you can run on them. You can run. You can run all day on them. Okay. Well, then I would. Uh, damn. Uh, I, I would almost put Keenan Allen back in the mix. I would take okay, Golden so Tate you're, out. You're you're Keenan Allen, Jonathan Stewart. I, I'm th- I'm thinking it's Jonathan Stewart. Just look. I like touches in the winter. I don't mind a big back in the winter. 20 carries, sign me up for that all day long. Sign me up for a winter December yep. game in the cold in Carolina all day long. Jonathan Stewart, D-Will's not going to get much going, and they don't have Cam Newton, so it's going to be a Derek Anderson show. Oh, God. that's You know, he's not going to get the touchdown vulture. Here, here, here we go. Okay, well, here's a tiebreaker for me. The over and under in uh, that game is 41. The over and under in the uh, Minnesota game, Minnesota and Detroit is, uh, or Denver San Diego is 50, 51. Over and under 41 versus 51. You're I'll take Keenan Allen. Allen. I'm going. You're going Keenan Allen. I'm going Jonathan Stewart. I take the carries yep. in the cold, and Cam Newton's not vulturing my touchdowns. Uh, I don't think you'll need the receptions. You won't miss the receptions too much from Jonathan Stewart. He'll get the carries. He'll get some touchdowns, at least one. Uh, Truck1223, Red Blue Radio, do you play? Do you pay for Matt Forte 
and go cheap at wide receiver, or do you roll with Chris Johnson and stack it up at wide receiver, Brown, Beckham, Jeffrey? I like stacking it up at wide receiver and going cheap on running back. I really do. And there's a couple of running backs that we're going to talk about here in the program, Chuck, so make sure you're listening. There are some cheapies we like this week, so just keep tuned in. Chris Johnson is one of them. The revenge game against Tennessee, Tennessee allows – monstrous fantasy game, so it's okay. I, I prefer the cheap running back method than paying for Forte. And the bottom line is this. Forte at nine dimes in a tournament, he has to score you 35 to pay for himself. He has to score 35 just to pay right. for himself because you're spending nine dimes on him. So I'd much prefer to uh, you know pay a $4,000 price and only have to get 16 out of a running back or so uh, and then load up on some of those wide receivers. Uh, I prefer that method. Okay, thank you for your questions. I will make sure you email redblueradio at gmail.com. Both you truck1223, Mrs. MJ Jones, email redblueradio at gmail.com, and we will get you set up with some cash in your Scout Fantasy account. You can use it on Scout, or you can use it on DraftKings either way. Okay, next game on the docket, Jacksonville at Baltimore, Mikey. Interesting game here because Jacksonville's an absolute mess at the running back position. Poor Denard Robinson is out for the season. What do you do? Toby Gerhardt, Jordan Todman, these are all three. I don't, don't touch, touch those him. guys at all. Uh, the player I do like on the Baltimore side this week is maybe even Kamar Aiken since I don't think Torrey Smith is going to play. I had to bench Torrey last night. Uh, in one of my leagues and play a guy on Thursday because I was afraid I was going to take a goose egg. And when he doesn't practice, he played last week. He did the same thing last week where he didn't. He got in a limited practice, and then he only played 15 snaps. Well, he didn't practice all week this week, and I'm afraid that he's going to take a goose egg. So I had to put in – I put in uh, Stedman Bailey, you know, just to get something in there. And uh, it didn't work out, right. but it's better than a goose egg. And in the Baltimore game, without Torrey Smith in that lineup, I don't see Steve Smith being super effective – but Kamar Aiken, last week, six for 65 and a touchdown. Where did this guy come from? He looks pretty good doing it, too. Well, Scott, neither of these receivers are going to need to be effective. Uh, you know, I hate to say it, but uh, it's going to be four set. It's going to be four set. Four set all day long. And uh, if you if you were able to grab him up about uh, five, six weeks ago and uh, nailed him, you got him on your team, you kept him, uh-huh. then – you're going to be a happy guy because this is, I mean, this is decision week, week 15. And uh, if you've got him, Baltimore is a 14-point favorite, and they're going to run, run, and have more fun running. Yeah, I had a chance to get uh, four set in the hyperactive leagues. Where I'm playing Ryan McDowell in both in two of those leagues and uh, playing in the – I'm, I'm in all three playoffs. I'm in all three yeah. playoffs for the hyperactive, uh, two, three, and five. So that's interesting all three of those dynasty teams. But I think this week I'm going to get swept. I just I just have a bad feel. I've got a lot of injuries racking up all around me, so we'll see how it goes. But Justin Forsett, you're absolutely right. you got to, you got to get him in some lineups this week because he is going to have a monster day. Jacksonville, you never know which one of these receivers is going to do it. It could be Marquise Lee. It could be Cecil Short. It could true. be Alan Hearns. This week it was Alan Hearns, 5 for 36 and a touch. It seems like Lee is getting his every week dose, 5 for 67. I would probably play him at 3,600 on the chance that they're going to be behind a lot, and you can throw a ton on Baltimore secondary. So I do kind of like Marquise Lee at 3,600. Let's go on to Miami, New England. Remember how good the New England defense is. Be very careful of using Landry, Wallace, Clay, 
anything, Lamar Miller, anything I'm, on that nah. side of the ball going to be very tough because New England is difficult Why? to play against. Now, Why? I would start them in my season long. I would start Lamar Miller in my season long. I would probably start probably start Mike Wallace and Landry in my season long, but I'm not going to feel good about it, and I'm not going to go after them in my daily leagues. Look, look, cut the line simple. I'm not hesitant at all about starting uh, Jarvis Landry. New England has failed to beat this team for three straight visits. Home, home, road, whatever. I mean, so I give Miami every opportunity to win this game, and I am going to start Jarvis Jarvis Landry. Yeah, okay. Well, look, uh, Juice Landry, great player, bad matchup for anybody to be uh, going against Revis and Browner and all those all those uh, vets on that team. Dangerous situation. The other side of the ball is a mess right now. I don't know what's going to happen with Edelman. I don't know what's going to happen with Vereen. We don't know what's going to happen with LaFell. They're all kind of questionable. They've all had limited practices this <laughs> week. I, I think they're all probably, I, yeah, I think they'll all probably play. The one guy that I'm very interested in using for the rest of the year is LeGarrette Blunt. Oh, this is the perfect December running back. This is what I'm talking about. This is the kind of guy yeah. that wins fantasy championships. 20 carries last week, 66 yards. Not a lot of yards, but it was a tough game, grind them out, bruise them kind of game, a cold game. And he's getting the catches, two catches there. That helps out. That Those little points help out. And he's going to score. This guy is going to score for you, right? Are At $4,400 well, in DraftKings, you got to put Blunt in your lineup. I, I I disagree, Scott. What oh, happens if oh. they if 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 the hoodie throws in somebody else? How uh-uh, confident are you? For you mean it's, it's not it's, gonna happen? It's not gonna, I mean, he does it happen. all the time. Hey, he does no. it all the time. I mean, uh-uh. I, I'm not confident in putting anybody that plays for the hoodie into a lineup. I'm, I, I'm Look, just they love I, Belichick. I, I, the hoodie loves Legarrette Blunt. He just didn't like his price tag. When you took away his price tag, he's like, "Sure, we'll bring you back, and sure, we'll use you." It's just one of those guys I like. Let's move on to the next game. We have to, Mike, because we're running out of time. Oakland at right. Kansas City. This is the game that Latavius broke out and made his big splash. And last week it was Latavius time again. Twenty-three for seventy-six. Uh, just a great uh, two for nine. Also in the in the receptions, he's just. A great win over the Niners for the Raiders and Derek Carr. You, you've got to like the momentum that these two young guys are bringing to this team. And Latavius, again, yeah. 4,000 on DraftKings. you got to be excited about using Latavius Murray this week against the Chiefs, who they who we've done it to once before. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not excited about Latavius against Kansas City D's. Hmm. That's because you don't have him in no. our in our local league, bro. I do. I do. No. I do. Well, well. I'm coming okay, for you. Good. <laughs> good. I'm coming for good. you. No. <laughs> I, I really don't. I'm not excited about him because uh, Kansas City's knee is good. Kansas City is, I mean, they've got a pretty doggone good team. I mean, they're, they're not bad at all. So, uh, we ever, we I, and they've one, got a great rush team. We met one year in our championship, didn't we? In our local league, the, the Legends League, we met in our championship game one year, didn't we? That was last year. You're trying to get your revenge for the, the, the these beatdowns that have happened. We we might we might meet again this year. Uh huh. Oh, maybe, maybe, and maybe will we get another Mike's guarantee? Hey, 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 h
and the thing is, I'm thinking about should I show mercy on you? Should I start Benson and show mercy, or should I start Terrain and really just hammer you down? I don't know what to do. I I don't know. Part of me feels like mercy. Part of me feels like eh, go ahead and start Benson and just win by ten. Oh Lord, have mercy. you think you think you're gonna you think you're gonna beat me? No, I know. Uh, no, I'm not. I, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that right now. I'm just saying I'm playing Wesley. You're playing Ralph, and uh, there's a pretty good chance we could end up in the finals in the uh, local league. Yeah, it's it's a great quote when Mike's when when he's when he's quoting Benson or Terrain as his options to beat you. You gotta like that. Okay, back to Oakland, KC. Nothing on the Chiefs side of the ball that I like except for Jamal Charles. Uh, Kansas yeah. City defense, I definitely like uh, maybe have an option there. And then Rivera, here he is. He's up one week. He's down one week. He disappears one week. He looks great the next week. Seven for seven of on his targets, 109 yards and a touchdown last week against San Fran. I mean, this guy, no. Derek Carr is loving him, and he's, he's producing. And so just when you thought you're ready to bury Rivera and cut him from your teams – here he goes, and you probably had him on your bench. So uh, this week, That's, you put him uh, on your bench again, or do you start him, Mike? Yeah, real real quick, Scott. Uh, on this game, uh, if you're uh, if you like to gamble, uh, there's two games I like, and I, I'm just going to say it right away. I like Kansas City uh, giving up the ten, and I like Houston Texans plus the uh, six and a half. Uh, but uh, Rivera, just, just, eh, I don't know. Just know that Oakland has some good momentum. You beat San Fran, and I know San Fran's a train wreck right now, but you beat San yeah, Fran, you're, you're, you're on cloud nine. You're on cloud nine. So Pittsburgh at Atlanta, the next 1 o'clock game, Pittsburgh at Atlanta, we saw what Julio did. Wow, we saw yeah. What, what an unbelievable uh, – finally, uh, Matt Ryan knows what he's doing. Gets the ball to Julio. Steven Jackson, uh, decent uh, production. I do have a feeling that Harry Douglas might show up in this game. If Julio can't go – Oh, you got to get Harry Douglas in your lineup, don't you? Forty-two hundred bucks also on DraftKings. Uh, Pittsburgh allows the the ball to, to be thrown in the over, uh, you know, in the air. So I would like to see Harry Douglas potentially in this game. Roddy White, obviously, you've been waiting on him to uh, kind of get things going, and he's been kind of the, you know, he, he's he's on the the wrong side of the of the of the ball, so to speak, kind of like Reggie Wayne. You know, Julio is the is the stud there. Roddy is very inconsistent. One week he's doing nine catches, the next week he's doing three. But hey, you you got to have Roddy White in your lineup every single week. I'm just not confident using him in daily at fifty eight hundred bucks. Ding ding! Oh oh, I'm sorry. From whom the bell tolls? Are you kidding me? Le'Veon Bell is going to he's going to have. So much fun <laughs> with this. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. I, I, I'm sorry, but uh, Atlanta, whether it's uh, Roddy or – and I hope Julio is back because I, I have him in a, a local league, but uh, it, I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, I really don't. Uh, they've got to find a way to stop Le'Veon Bell, and if right. they don't, then uh, Brown's there. So <laughs> well, You're starting, all your, you're you starting know, all your Pittsburgh studs. Even Mark, even Mark Davis Bryant, uh, even, he looked good. Heath Miller, Heath Miller. Heath Miller, he's another, he's another guy that plays better at home. He didn't look very good at Cincinnati, even though he did score on the one catch on the one-yard line. Uh, yeah, but at Atlanta, just, yeah, I, he's the best tight end on the field. Yeah, absolutely. All right, moving on. Tampa Bay at Carolina. 
you know, I'm kind of second-guessing the Roddy thing. I think at 5,600, that does represent some pretty good value. But I think I'd prefer Harry Douglas at 4,200 if Julio sits. So uh, that's just my two thoughts of two cents on that. Tampa Bay at Carolina. We talked about this a little bit. Cam Newton out. I'm going to have some Derek Anderson lineups, Mike. You can't ignore a quarterback with Derek Anderson's kind of history at 5000 bucks, You just can't do it, and especially against a Tampa team. What's the over-under on this game? You, you said it's probably pretty light, right? 41? Yeah, it's uh, 41, right at 41. Okay. Yeah. Look, he's got weapons. He's got Olsen. He's got Benjamin. He's got a good running back in the backfield. Oh, yeah. uh, I like Derek Anderson at 5000 If you're not paying a stud price on a quarterback this week and you want to fade Johnny Manziel because there will be tons of Johnny Manziel teams, go with some Derek Anderson at five dimes and load the deck on your other positions because you will be able to do so. And you know what? Match him up with Olsen. Uh, Match him up with Benjamin. But Derek Anderson will have a good, decent day, and he won't he won't lose it for you on DraftKings. Real quick, Scott, let me uh, go ahead and uh, ch- chat a little bit. What's uh, Jonathan Stewart at, at running back? Uh, because I'm kind of curious because I think he might have a pretty good game. Uh, the reason I say that is because uh, Tampa Bay, they're going to throw eight in the box because – they have a chance to win the NFC South at two and yep. forty-eight. So, right, exactly. but uh, but I but I still believe that uh, Jonathan Stewart might be the uh, safety safety valve uh, for uh, Carolina. Well, I tried to talk you into that earlier uh, with our with our Twitter question, uh, but yeah, uh, his price is five dimes this week. It's a little bit more expensive. He was at uh, thirty-eight hundred last week, and he produced twenty-four. But I like those cold cold weather running backs that get a lot of carries. Tampa Bay is an absolute mess. Go ahead and, and freely freely use Mike Evans uh, at 6,600. Definitely a player that can light it up uh, against Carolina's mm. awful secondary. So I do like that. And it could be it could be a Vincent Jackson day. Do you look at last week against Detroit? Ten for 159. Vjax, where you been, brother? 5,400 bucks on DraftKings. Put him in some lineups too. I think you'll be okay with Vincent Jackson this week. Washington at the Giants, the final one o'clock game. Mike, this is a full deck. For the one o'clock game, yeah. I hope you get to enjoy these one o'clock games. It's going to be spectacular. Football yeah, I'll be enjoying the work. So, <laughs> so much action on the line. Washington at the Giants. At first, it was Colt McCoy. Then it was RG three. Now it's back to Colt McCoy. He's a full go now in for Washington, which I'm glad I didn't have to watch Robert Griffin again. They were talking about turning it back to him, maybe yeah. getting him the shot, maybe getting. Maybe addressing the, in the draft, giving him some more weapons in the offseason. I'm like, no, really? I thought we were done with this. We, Dr. Roto already had the fantasy funeral for, for, Doc, for Robert Griffin, so it's over. You should never play Robert Griffin again. Trade him in every league you can. He's going to be a New York Jet next year. He's going to be a New York Jet. They're <laughs> going to find a way. The Jets are going to find a way to take a shot no, on won't. RG3. No, I, just, I just know it. That's just the way they are. And, and look, at this game, we don't know about Deshaun Jackson yet, uh, but there are some questions here. Do we trust Jordan Reed in this game? I think so. I think you give him another shot. St. Louis is an awfully good defense. St. Louis is an awfully good defense. That's why he didn't produce last week. You saw what he did against Indianapolis, 9 for 123. Jordan Reed is fine play against the Giants. I think the Redskins defense is a fine play. Any, any defense against Eli Manning. We saw it last week. Tennessee. They make mistakes. Eli's capable of, of throwing that pick six at any time. So feel free about using and, and not spending on the Washington defense. They're only 2400 bucks. Put them in there because they're playing the Giants, and they're one play away from, a, from an Eli pick six. 
What do you think about the New York Giants, Mike? You got Beckham, Rashad Jennings, and probably Andre Williams is going to get a lot of work this week. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not going to trust uh, Jennings or Williams. Uh, if I can get Alfred Morris at a pretty cheap price, I will take that. I will okay. take that. That That's the only thing I can see out of this game. Uh, well, you can get him yeah, at a cheap Alfred price. Morris. You can get him at a cheap price. He's only 5000 Is that cheap enough for you? Yep. Okay. Andre Williams is yeah. reportedly ESPN's uh, Dan Graziano. He reported Jennings may need another week of a reduced workload to get his bulky ankle right. So you talk about Tom Coughlin using the hot hand approach. He used it with Andre Williams last week. By the way, shout out to my friend Mike Clay, who I consulted with this week, and he told me, that Williams would should have a monster day, and boy, he was right. Andre Williams looked good. 24 carries, 131 yards at Tennessee for the in a touchdown, three catches, 15 yards. Again, another monster performance against Tennessee. Just write yep. it down when it when it's happening. So that's going on. You're starting Beckham everywhere. You're not starting Randall. I maybe you give another shot to Larry Donnell. Is this a Larry Donnell kind of week? I think it could be, Mike. I think it could be Larry Donnell. Ah. Uh, according to Dr. Roto, it could be another Larry Donnell week. Denver at San Diego kicks off the 4 o'clock games. The fantasy advice is you start everybody in this game. Yep. You start everybody. Everybody. It's a 51-point over-under. You start all your Broncos, all your Chargers. Uh, yep. you, you put them all in, in daily. You kind of mix and match them everywhere. I'm waiting for the day that Antonio – this could be a big Antonio Gates day. I think it could be a big Antonio Gates day. It's in yeah, being San at home Diego. Is, it's, it's, yeah, he's at yeah, home. Being at home. It's at, a big it game, rivalry. It's awesome. Jets at Tennessee, Mike. The Tennessee train wreck. The revenge game, Chris Johnson. That's about all I see here. What do you see? Uh, I see uh, Mariota. Oh, oh, he's still in Oregon. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't see much. It's a Jets, uh, Chris Johnson revenge game. We kind of like that. Minnesota at Detroit. You play all your uh, Detroit players. Bell should be huge. Calvin, obviously. Um, Golden Tate. And then on the Minnesota side of the ball, Teddy looked fantastic last week, but he's got a very difficult matchup this week. You want to kind of fade all of your Vikings. That's a pretty simple approach. Same with the San Francisco-Seattle game, Mike. You play your Seattle studs, Baldwin, maybe Lynch and uh, Russell Wilson. And then the San Fran side, you don't touch them. Not against Seattle. Nothing you can do there. You no. don't touch it. Dallas, Philly, you start everybody on the field. Big shootout. Nothing yep. to discuss here. You have Nothing to. to talk about. You start everybody on the field. Will Dallas learn from their mistakes on Turkey Day? We'll see. And then finally, Monday night, New Orleans at Chicago. Interesting game. Cutler should have a huge day with Alshon Jeffrey, Martellus Bennett, Matt Forte. And the Saints are a mystery. They're a mystery, but you have to start them. You I have can't. to start all of them. Yeah, yeah you got – you got to start all of them, but uh, I can't believe that they just uh, laid the egg they, they did against Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, we're out of time. Thank you to everybody in the chat room, the crew at Red vs. Blue. Thanks, we guys. love you. Uh, there's a big Thanks, special God. Christmas holiday spirit is in the air. Scout wants to thank you on the holidays. We're giving you tickets to the Rose Bowl or the Sugar Bowl, your choice. When you get and, and you sign up for your main event team for 2015 at a discount, you'll get the email tomorrow. We'll see you guys next week. You've been listening to Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. With your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Please join us next time.